The Not So Great Outdoors contains stories of a graphic nature. Your discretion is advised. The outdoors are great, except when they're not. Welcome to the Not So Great Outdoors. We're your guides. I'm Seth. And I'm Piff. And this week, we're telling our personal ghost encounters. Before we start, <laughs> just... <laughs> She's so excited, guys. So excited. I am so excited. And I thought it was funny. We did we did this at the same time. <laughs> I don't know how else to, like, embody that. Yeah, Before yeah. we start, if you watched our last two episodes and were like the heck why is everything so glitchy i'm sorry i think i figured out why it was doing that i don't know but especially like last week it was just parts of the episode that were really glitchy so i apologize i think i fixed it if i didn't i apologize again thanks for watching anyway <laughs> filming in quarantine struggle yeah it's even more frustrating because we're in the same g geographic area like we could very easily be filming like side by side mm -hmm. and not you know virtual but we can't we're following the rules let's tell so do you want to go first sure okay so a little of my backstory i used to be a cave guide at carter cave state resort park in eastern kentucky um, which is where i met pitt so Super fun. Um, not yeah, as a cave guard though. It was for a, an event, but still. So that's where we met forever ago, it feels like. And so I was a cave guy there for two years. And while I was there, I was trained in leading walking tours, like regular walking tours for the public, as well as commercial crawling and other caving tours such as that. So I'm going to talk a little bit about like the essence of this cave and a little bit about like why these stories I think took place. So the cave I'm talking about today is Salt Peter. I knew it. First of all, okay. First of all, I know that that cave is haunted because I went on the ghost tour. And second of all, it always has creeped me out. It has always creeped me out, which is the first thing I want to talk about, just so that it's, I'm not, it doesn't sound like I'm just making up stuff for a fun story. So now you have two people that say it's a really creepy cave. So if they um, run Salt a ghost tour, it's haunted. Yeah, yeah. And we do do, we, as if I still work there, they do ghost tours there, which are really fun. And they are lantern lit, which is really cool. Kind of adds to the spooky vibe. So whenever it opens back up again, if you're in the area or if you want to make a trip, you should definitely go and check out that and multiple caves. We'll give a plug. I love that park and it's a great place to visit. And it's a good place if you want a spooky little cave tour, which is fun. So Saltpeter was used during the War of 1812 and the years surrounding that war for mining of saltpeter. Saltpeter is a mineral that is used in gunpowder. You make saltpeter out of caves that um, are very dry. So this is a really dry cave. It's really, really cold. So that adds to the eerie creepiness, but also um, that cave has to have a high bat population because they're guano or droppings help to produce saltpeter in the dirt. Okay, that's your quick science lesson for the day. Um, but that's the story behind why it's called Saltpeter Cave. It's not really all that special. It's just, hey, there's 
saltpeter here. So this cave is very cold. It is a limestone cave encased in a sandstone layer. So it's it doesn't it hasn't grown very much. It's really kind of an open hole. There's not very many formations, but there's a lot of cavities off of it. So it, with it being so cold, you're already a little on edge. You're not very comfortable, or at least you, I'm not. I'm a very cold natured person, so I don't like being very cold. Even in the middle of July, if it's going to be 90 degrees outside, if I had one saltpeter tour, I was wearing pants for the whole day. Well, um, and saltpeter is colder than other caves in the same area, and I don't know why <laughs> that is because I'm not a scientist. But I've been in a lot of caves, and saltpeter is definitely like colder than your average cave in Kentucky. So it's just really weird. And it's short, which is not fun. You know, I'm already short, but I or I feel like I have to duck my head, you know, when I walk through there. So it's already, it's just uncomfortable for many different reasons, but it's still a really cool cave. And I still definitely think everybody should go and see it if they can, because it's just cool. But so you walk in, you go down these stairs and you already feel kind of low. You feel like you have to like duck your head, which makes you uncomfortable. So this cave again was used for mining for saltpeter in the War of 1812. The miners who worked in this cave lived there and worked there for years. You know, it wasn't like you could hop in your car and just go home and then come back the next day for work. You know, they were there for years on end, didn't see their families for many years. And so that's another reason, you know, what do you think would happen? They're mining in this cave, mining practices back then as compared to what they are now. We didn't have the technology we had then, we didn't have the tools we have now, you know, so accidents happen. So I'm very suspicious that, you know, what happened if a miner got hurt, got injured, and died in this cave? You know, there are rumors that there are bodies buried in this cave in multiple places, which I would buy it. Because in order to separate the saltpeter from the dirt in the cave, there was this whole process where they would filter it through water. They would get the saltpeter out, but they're left with all this mud. So there are stacks of dried caked in mud all over this cave that are hard as cement. Like, it's ridiculous how hard these things are. So, I mean, what do you think would happen if somebody died and they had all this, you know? I'm just, I'm I just like saying. I like the concept of there being a dead body in there even less than I did before I even thought about that. Right. So, not a fan. Not a fan. Not a fan. So, you know, these cave, these cavers, these miners would go back in the natural crevices of the cave and just make them a bit bigger. So all of the passages that we use on a crawling tour in this cave are natural passages. They've just been expanded upon manually. And so you get back there and it's really cool because when you go into the cave, what kind of light source did they have back then? You know, torches, candles, that kind of thing. So they're permanently stuck to the top of this cave into the walls and so it's kind of neat you know if you brush up against it it comes off on you so it's kind of like you've got a bit on your hands which is kind of neat but also adds creepiness to it to me and I'm going to get into the first ghost story now I had to give you all of that backstory just so you can kind of set the scene and know what I'm talking about but so when you walk down the stairs from the entrance of the cave you go down this flight of stairs and you get into this open room and you can see all kinds of different passages branching off of it, many of which being crawling past. So you kind of look around, it's again very cold and it hits you about halfway down the stairs. You kind of like step into it like you would step into cold water, which is creepy. So it like crawls up your skin. It's a little weird, little freaky. As the tour guide, you have to try to not, you know, you have to try to not get freaked out, you know, in front of people. You can't you know, like give that. a shiver. So you can't like... So on walking tours, you know, you go down and I've got a jacket and everything. And, you know, I tell people when they line up, I would be like, okay, do you guys have socks and shoes? Because you're going to want that. 
And they would be like, oh, but it's 80, 90 degrees outside. And I'll be like, okay. And I'll be in like a fleece jacket. I had my long pants and I would walk out and be like, all right, Salt Peter Cave tour, 90 degree weather in July. And they're looking at me and they're like, why, why are you so <laughs> bundled? I'll just like, insert a me. fun fact for yeah. people who have never been caving before and might be confused. Caves are the same temperature year round. To get the temperature of the cave, you take the average surface temperature for the year and that's typically the temperature of the cave. Our caves here in Kentucky hover at around 60 degrees, but if you go further south, they're gonna be warmer. Savannah, you are glitching like hell. Ah, you're back. You're back? Okay, okay. It's, it's the ghost story. They don't, it's the ghost. They don't like me. Tell they don't them. like my fun fact. They don't like your fun So, okay, so walking into the cave, every time I would walk into the cave, I would feel very strange. I didn't like being in there. I always felt very on edge for walking tours. I hated being in there for walking tours. I don't know what it was. It Well, I mean, I have theories, but I just don't, I didn't like it. I, it made me very fidgety right now thinking about it. I didn't like it. So I would always go in and let people kind of look around in the front room so that they're getting accustomed to how short the cave is. There's not very much to look at. There's not a whole lot of formation, but we have artifacts and things in there from the mining and stuff. So we start to walk back. So as you walk back, remember those piles of dirt I was talking about? You know, the rooms would be much larger, but they filled every free space that they had with this excess dirt that they had, you know, after mining. So it kind of closes in. It's about like your average hallway in a house, maybe even. And it's shorter than it is in the front room. So, you know, you're kind of ducking your head. Every time we would walk back there, I would count my steps. I knew, I don't remember anymore, but I knew exactly how many steps it took to get to the back of the cave. Because I was like, all right, if I make it to 75, I think it is or something, I, then I'm done. Then I'm away from like the worst part. of it. The reason why I hate that part was I always felt like, you know, when someone walks up behind you, they don't touch you, but they're very close to you. It's like you kind of, you kind of feel like they're right behind you. Mm -hmm. I had that sensation the whole, we were walking down that passage the whole time. I always felt like somebody was right behind me, like right on my heels. But, you know, I always would just shake it off and be like, all right, whatever, just gonna get it done, get back here, but toward do, you know, walking mm -hmm. back. So you walk back and then you come out from underneath this ledge. The back half of Saltpeter is a lot more wet than the front half, which is really strange. But you walk back and you turn the corner and you go into what we call the miners' bedroom. That room is naturally ventilated, so they could have fires, and so they slept there in the cold months. Is the, the you know spark of why we call that room that? So in a cave, obviously for walking tours, you know we put we've you know modernized them, so we've put electric lights running throughout the lights in this cave because they are so dry, it's so dry and dusty. The lights tend to glitch out all the time, you know. So that wasn't something I. I was not used to. Oh, that's not <laughs> you look what like you want in a haunted cave. Yeah, it's definitely not what you want in a haunted cave. So I'm used to them flickering a little bit. That's not a big deal. It's the dust messing with them. They're those old fluorescent, you know, lights that you typically see overhead. So we go into the miner's bedroom. My spiel I always gave when you go in there is imagine you were a miner in this cave. You didn't see your family for a year, two years. Who knows? You know, you lived, you worked, and you slept in this cave, and that's all you knew. And for the cold months, you probably never left the cave, because why would you? It would be much warmer than it would be outside. So I, after I said this on this particular tour, I was like, okay, well, how, how do you think you separated from your family for so long? I usually would stand right in front of a light on the floor. So I said that, and then that light which went out, shut off. 
And don't I was like, like that. don't like that at all. <laughs> as soon as it happened, I felt like somebody was behind me again. And I never felt like that out from underneath that one passage. I never felt like that. And I was like, okay, now we're going to move this way. Like, I just, I just <laughs> was like, let's get out of here. I'm out of here. I was so freaked out because that had never happened. And they had just finished maintenance. They had all just been replaced. Don't like that more yeah. now. So I was like, okay, and we're going, and we're going. And <laughs> down another passage, and then we, you know, finished up the tour. It was kind of a little shaken up, not going to lie. You know, I was like, that was weird. It's never happened to me before. But I'm like, well, they just, maybe they did it wrong when they replaced it. Maybe, like, whatever, you know, something happened, whatever. The ball wasn't and so I, all the way. I don't know. I and mean, you're just rationalizing. And sure. I get out back into the welcome center into where the office is and you know sam plum uh no but he's supposed to be coming to our wedding he will well he is great he were he retired from carter caves a few years ago and if you wanted to know something about the park you would ask sam i walked in and i guess i looked perturbed i don't know i looked shaken so i got back there and sam looked at me and said has a light ever gone off on you insult and he just grinned and when you meet sam you will understand <laughs> why that was so unsettling to me <laughs> but he just grinned plenty of times and i was like ah I, that was not the answer i wanted i wanted him to be like no that's weird i did not want to hear yeah, all the time i didn't want to hear electrical anomaly let's fast forward a few more weeks so i'm leading another tour everybody's doing great nothing weird's happening i still have the like you know feel like somebody's behind me kind of thing and all that but that was pretty normal you know in that cave so we're in the back half of the cave. Things are taller. We've already done the miner's bedroom. That never happened to me again, by the way. That light going off never happened again. Just the one time. Yep, just the one. And I was like, okay, well, great. So we were walking. And so we did the miner's bedroom. We walked down the path the other way. And then we're coming back because you kind of go back out the same way. And you have families on these tours are always really fun because kids are so inquisitive and they really want to know what's happening and what's going on and why is this. Ask really great questions. And so I had a dad and two little boys. One had to be about... 10 and then the youngest was about seven single dad with them and then there was like one other small family and then another couple so it was a pretty small tour so i got to know them pretty well you know we chatted a lot so we're walking and when we're going back the same way i usually let them walk ahead of me so that the tour you know my people so that they can look and take pictures and do whatever and especially with a small group you know you got to kind of eat up some time because when you have a little tour it's hard you got to stretch it out a little bit so I'm letting them go and I'm walking up the path a little faster, like to get ahead of everyone, back them back the same way we need to go. So I'm going and as I walk past, you know, the dad with the kids, he's in the very back because the kids are moving kind of slow. They want to look at every little thing, you know, they're super cute. And I loved that. So I was like, that's fine. Take as long as you need. Oh, we're walking down and there's this big, huge boulder that, you know, fell because you can see where it broke away from the ceiling and it fell years ago like it's been there for a very long time they've done studies i don't know i don't have the science behind it but it's apparently it's safe so so there's this huge boulder it's covering the entrance to one of those little juts but that one goes back a little bit farther but it still is a dead end people don't typically leave the path anyway so i'm walking past we're right at that point i'm walking past the the dad and his sons and i hear the little boy stop like you know when someone like stops in their feet and there's tracks and you can mm -hmm. hear their feet kind of you know i heard that and my ears perked up to it but i just kept i just slowed down a little bit i just kept walking i was listening for what they might say. I was I was afraid somebody dropped something, you know, whatever. I was just 
he's fine. No one's crying, so we're okay. So I just slowed down a little bit and I walk. And the dad turns back around. It's the little one. He's about seven. He goes, come on, buddy. You know, we got to go. We're going to leave the cave now. And he goes, daddy, who is that? Uh -uh. (laughs) Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No. No. And I just immediately start walking. I just start walking again. I was like, nope, 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 nope. I'm not having this conversation in the cave. I will have the conversation, just not right here. <laughs> not right here, right now. So we get going. I just start walking. And I hear the dad go, there's nobody back there. Come on. And I'm like, all right, seven years old. It's dark. You know, we've talked Children about all these minor ghosts. Right. Yeah. I was like, but I'm just trying to rationalize while I'm still in the cave. I'm like, he's little. He has an active imagination. It's fine. It's fine. Sure. Sure. So we're walking and I kind of speed up a little bit to catch up with the rest of the group, but also to get away from that particular location. So we're walking. We go outside. We get out of the cave. We do the white nose syndrome decontamination stuff and all of that, you know, spraying off everybody's shoes, doing everything. And I'm just saying, thank you so much. Feel free to come up, ask me any questions you have, blah, blah, blah. My spiel that I give at the end of everything. And I'm like, I'm at the whatever, two o'clock, cascade, whatever, whatever. And they start leaving. And the little boy is like tugging on his dad's shirt. Like, her, ask her, ask her. And I'm sitting here, please don't ask her. I don't want to, I don't want to confirm that this happened. I don't acknowledge that this exists. I'm sorry. I've got to go. My Uber's here. He comes up and he says, I'm sorry. He swears he saw someone in the cave that was not part of the group. And I said, okay, well, buddy, what did he look like? You know, I'm like, whatever. Part of you is humoring a child. Part of you is like, is it the fucking ghost? If it's a ghost, I'm going to freak out. And he said, well, he had a funny looking hat. He put his little hands on his hips, you know, he said he had a funny looking hat. And I was like, okay. He said he had a white shirt with black things suspenders he just didn't know the words black he had black pants and he carried a bucket i said okay all right he said i don't know and i said well sometimes you know we because for pioneer life weekend we do reenactments in Mm -hmm. the cave it was not pioneer life weekend (laughs) not pioneer life weekend let me just go ahead spoiler alert these people were not here they were not here so i was like well sometimes we have people who come into the cave dressed up like the miners to pretend and to show people what it looked like whenever they were here. And he said, okay. And he just walked away. I'm like, great. Saved a kid from being scarred for life that he saw a ghost in a cave one day. Yeah, great. but he saw awesome. a ghost. But he saw a ghost for sure. So I'm freaked out. And then I go back into the office to get ready for my next tour. And was sitting there, but Sam. So I walk up to Sam and I'm like, Sam, I have a question. He's like, didn't you just come out of Salt Peter? And I said, yes, and I have a question. <laughs> he said, okay. And I was like, I had a little boy on the tour on our way back from Miner's Well. We were walking past the big, huge boulder, and he started grinning. He knew what I was about to say. He said, I was like, we're walking past the great, big, huge boulder, and a little boy thought he saw someone standing there. Has that ever happened to you? And he said, what did the man look like? I didn't say it was a man. He was asked, what did the man look like? And I said, he said he had a funny hat. So a, a my, like, you know, a miner's in, helmet, a miner's helmet, maybe. But I don't even know. Did they have helmets for mining in 1812? I don't know. I, I have, have no check. idea what miner safety looked like in the 1800s. I'm not going to lie. 
But they did wear hats and things, you know. So I just said he said he had a funny hat. He had a white shirt with black things, meaning black suspenders and dark pants. And he carried a bucket. And he said, I've had people see him before. I have goosebumps. I don't like it. You can't. I'm wearing a sweatshirt in my house. And I don't know if that camera, uh, my hair is on end. It's freaky. It was freaky. I don't like it. Like it either. This is why I don't go into that cave. <laughs> we might have to do a part two because I feel like I've been rambling on and on forever. I've got all kinds of stories from this cave. I've got one more for you after this little tidbit. Got <laughs> one more story, then then we'll get to your stories. Um, You're doing but, fine, just so you know. <laughs> but Sam told me that he had. It's not uncommon to have only two people on a cave tour like at a weird time or like early in the day, you know, at any point you can have People are just, on vacation. They don't wake up as early. So he once had a couple, a man and a woman on his tour. And this has been years ago, he said, but he said, I had a couple once on that tour. And we, you, when you have two people, you really take your time. You literally let you take them places in the cave that you don't typically take a walking tour. Not that they're not safe or anything, but just because it's not like conducive to a big group of people. Yeah, you know, but making you know, a turn with 15 people is different than with two. two. Yeah, so he's taken them back to all kinds of other walking tour places, you know, that are options when you have a smaller group. So where he said they're walking around and they go back and they go back and they go to the right first, which is minor's bedroom. And they talk about that and then they go, and they go to the left. You know, when they're talking, you know, they're talking about the miners and the operation and blah, 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 and all that. And she seems very in tune. Like, she seems very interested in the miners themselves. And come to find out, she is a medium um, or a oh, psychic. I think I know this story. I think it was told on the ghost tour. I can't I'm handle sure my skin right now. I know. I'm sure it was. Because he, that this is how I've. I heard the story from him first and then on a ghost tour after. So I'm sure you heard this. So she's walking down and you know how we talked about people stopping like dead in their tracks. You know, she did that right at that boulder right there. And she said something terrible happened right here. Nope. And I was like, Oh, and I just got goosebumps. (laughs) It just, and she said something horrible happened right there. And she said a lot of pain. I just, there's just a lot of pain. And Sam's looking at her and she, he's like, I don't know what to say right now. And she says, this fell on someone. This has not always been here. I mean, you don't know that unless you're trained to know what it looks like when a unless rock falls a off of a You don't know what that looks like. She was not a caver. Let me just tell you, she's not a caver. <laughs> So she was like, this was not always here. This fell on someone and killed them right here. And it was just, and so the the theory is that the ghost that's right there was killed by that rock when it fell. So the the viewers at home, everything just crashed. So, because everything is haunted. Any episode, if you've ever watched any episode of any kind of like paranormal investigation, any, you know, when they get a psychic or a medium involved and they say weird stuff happens that are, that's related to what they said. And I'm just kind of like, great, awesome. 
Uh, hey, will you say well, something? Well, if you guys would like to be spooked, feel free to go to Carter Caves in the in the fall, and they'll do their ghost tours in there. Absolutely terrifying. I was hanging out at the caves, and so he was like, oh, I've got this ghost tour. Do you want to come? And I was like, oh, yeah, sure. I love ghost stories. And then I was like, I regret everything. I regret this. Yeah, I don't um, go into Saltpeter. I'm a I'm little sad that you didn't have one of the little girl stories, though, because those always get me. But wait, remember, I have one. Oh, gosh. So this story isn't related to the little girls. It's related to the ghost story. <laughs> don't like that. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it either. It's, it's not it's not a fun time. But I will keep plugging it. Y'all should go see it. Go see the cave. It is, it is really cool. I had never gone on a ghost story tour. You know, I had never... Never. So then if having never been on one, I could not lead it yeah. unless I trained in it. So while I was training in it, there was another guy and myself, her name's Darby, you know, Darby, know Darby, right? We were training together and Sam was leading it, which honestly, he's the best person to train under for this tour. Where you end up for the ghost story tour is like kind of in the middle of the cave. There's, you know, a, a little area where people can sit and then Sam talks. It's near where the signatures are is where Sam did it. We were like trying to be inconspicuous. And so we like stayed away yeah. from the rest of the group. Also near where the maze is. There's a labyrinth in the middle of this cave. There's little passages that you have to crawl through and you can get to just about everywhere in the cave by taking any combination of the paths in the maze, which is one of my favorite parts. But as we're listening, you know, our backs are to the maze and you know the sound when you kick a rock with your boot and it scatters across the floor mm -hmm. and like you hear it hitting other rocks. And we heard that. <laughs> I don't like um <laughs> I need I a like better it. catchphrase that's gonna be the thing that people are like hashtag I don't like it but I just don't, don't like, like it, it. <laughs> don't like it don't. yeah I was hoping I had just heard something I was hoping I had made it up in my head yeah but I, we both kind of like slowly turned and looked at and we just got up we didn't say anything we just got up and walked closer to where the other people were because there's safety in numbers right so like, like I need we just to like got up to other humans right now and like for the record it wasn't just you know just like barely tapping along like it was as if it had been chucked in in our general direction it had like ricocheted off and just like a little oh we accidentally kicked a rock and it's like scooting across the floor no it was like someone doesn't want us there also had something to do with the story that was being told at the time i really don't know it was just do you weird. think that the story so, like pissed off the ghost because that's where i'm at probably yeah so we, our faces must have been hilarious whenever we like heard it and like looked at each other and like got up and walked because Sam asked us about it after we got out of the cave. And he goes, what spooked y'all so bad? And we were like, listen, bruh. Bro. So, so we were sitting there and it sounded like ro a rock was chucked at us. Oh yeah, that happens. And I was like, that happens? I, I do kind of love how chill Sam is about the ghosts, but also like, why are you so freaking chill with the ghost? Oh, he'd seen some shit. So yeah. Needless to say, I was really scared to crawl through the maze on my crawling tour the next day. I don't, I don't know where to go from there. I feel like if we were no. fancy, we'd be like, and why don't we take a break to hear from our sponsors? Because I need a break. I'm sorry I talked for so long. I've got it's all kinds of stories. So it works because I only have like one story and it's pretty short. So this worked out. Perfect. I will start. 
by saying that I've always felt like I've been pretty in tune with like feeling supernatural things, but I have yet to see a ghost and I'm pretty peeved about it. But I also like to believe that I'm a rational human being. So like I've been in Saltpeter and have felt similar things like creepy crawlies, something's not right. But I'm also just like, well, it's not a cave I'm familiar with and I know the ghost story. So maybe I'm making it up, but I don't think I am. But anyway, so this- I don't think you are either. Is about another saltpeter cave and i'm not gonna go too in depth on which specific place i'm talking about to protect that place it is privately owned so we're just gonna say it's a cave that was mined for saltpeter also during the war of 1812 and now maybe that's it that's it that's the everything to do with mining during 1812 is well probably because a lot of people died trying to mine something else you should probably know and i have been told explicitly that the saltpeter mines at carter caves were not mined by slave labor but the cave that i'm talking about was but I had spent, I've spent many years going to this, visiting this cave, running tours through this cave, volunteering with this cave. I've spent a lot of time in there and I've never felt any sort of negative energy, except for this one time that I'm going to tell you about. Something else that you should know about this cave is that one day a year or one weekend a year, it opens to the public. So it was open house weekend and like this year, I think we had like 2000 people that we ran through that cave on tours. It was that evening and me and Becca and Carrie wanted to go into the big cave. We were just going to do like walk around. We just like to hang out in there, which sounds weird, but we do. And we've we'll always do. felt, all three of us have always felt like super comfortable. Like I'll go in caves and like do lights out. Like I don't get the heebie-jeebies in caves very often is what I'm trying to get at. So we take the keys and we go in and how this cave works is you unlock the padlock, you go inside and then you lock yourself inside. And this ensures that yeah, nobody inside so a key ends up inside. We're inside and we go in, we lock ourselves in and we put our headlamps on and we're walking around. and. Again, this is like a commercialized cave. It was mined. So it's super flat. You don't need a helmet. I probably was wearing my Chacos, not even real shoes. And the first thing we all noticed is it's super dusty in there because so many people had gone through. So it just had kicked up all this dust and it hadn't settled yet. And immediately it was kind of like the cave was like uneasy. And so we're going through. And I think the purpose of this was we were trying to learn the tour better or we were trying to learn the liars tour something like that like it was supposed to be kind of educational kind of just like dicking around we're going in and there's a part of this cave where they mention the slave labor that was used so we like hear this part and then we go in and there's this big main room and we all get to this big room and it's super dusty like you can't see across it and we all just stop and nobody wants to go into this room. Keep in mind, this is a room I have spent tons of time in and none of us wanted to go in and we were all in this boat. And so we're kind of standing there and nobody's moving forward. None of us are talking. And now I've never told anybody this cause I don't want people to think I'm crazy, but I can trust you guys, right? I swear I heard a voice that just said, go. And right as I hear this, Carrie turns to me and she goes, do you guys just want to like leave? And we were all like, yep, let's go. Uh, and yep. we bolted out of this cave. And so we like get to the entrance, unlock the gate, close it, lock it back up. And we're all just standing outside and we're like, so did you all? Yeah, okay. And so we're like 
walking back to our camp. And we're all freaked out because none of us have ever had anything like this before. Like I said, I didn't even mention the fact that I heard that and I will deny it if anybody brings it up. But it was so freaky and we all like immediately were like, we shouldn't be here. So we're, we leave and we're going back and we still have this guy's keys that we have to return to him. And we see him on our path back to our camp and we're like, hey, here you go. And he goes, oh, that was fast. And we're like, yeah, something wasn't right in there. And he just goes, the cave must have been upset because there had been so many people inside today. And we're like, and you let us go in there? No, I don't know. I don't like that. Mm -mm. I don't like it. And I, mm -hmm. again, I've been in that cave many times since then. Haven't had any issues. But I, I truly think that, that it was just so tired of all the people. And we were disturbing like, no. its slumber. But that's my ghost story. That's all I got. So we're going to wrap this up. We're going to have to do a part two, though. I'm holding us to. Okay. I'll, I'll find like my parents have ghost stories. So I'll just bring some of theirs. All right, guys. So if you liked it, give us a like, drop a comment, let us know what you think. If you guys have any um, haunted stories or any spooky things that have happened, just send us an email at um, notsogreatoutdoors at gmail. To find more information about our previous episodes, um, you can check us out at piff-explorers.com slash notsogreatoutdoors. In the meantime, stay safe. Thanks for watching. Our music is provided by Purple Planet. Our art and logos are by Katherine Dodds. Find us on social media using the hashtag NSGOPod or contact us via email at notsogreatoutdoors at gmail.com.